We'll talk to Tim Stout, Stout on Sports on the Game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. Also, TV Guy, weekday mornings, you hear Timmy at 10 a.m. Huge show is tape delayed weeknights at 6 in Lansing on a.m. 7.30. How you doing, Timothy? Good, Bill. Happy holidays to you, family, station, staff. Happy holidays. Yeah, back at you. Uh, how happy is Izzo right now with this basketball team? Well, tonight on his radio show, this is the traditional year, uh, time of year. This show, it's his last radio show of the, ca- of the month, of the calendar year. So he always plays his accordion, plays Christmas carols. He only knows really two, but he's good at the two he plays. Then his team comes over, and you know they always have a big crowd, and they sing Christmas carols. Now, I don't know what kind of a mood he's going to be in tonight because usually, obviously, when you're in this time of the year, they're playing a lot of these beaten-down mid-major you know, non-conference games, or they've played two Big Ten cream puffs and gotten off to a 2-0 start. They've got a big record, and they're ranked and all that. How he reacts tonight, I don't know. I'm trying to find out, Bill, the last time Michigan State was under 500, and if uh, Michigan State loses to Baylor Saturday, who's 9-0 and and ranked 6. If that happens, when's the last time Michigan State was two games under 500? If they lose uh, the, you know, Baylor at Little Caesars Arena in Detroit, if that happens, they would be 4-6. and six. I don't know when the last time he was two games under 500, let alone one game. So tonight for the radio show, who knows whether he'll be in. The, I saw him Friday night. For a few minutes uh, after practice, his son Stephen got an award uh, between periods of the hockey game against Notre Dame. But what if it, it was something he was with three other students and they were on the bench and they gave him a plaque. I don't know what he did or whatever, but Tom and his wife were there. So I bumped into him and I said, what time do you guys leave the next day meeting for Nebraska on Saturday? Four o'clock. I said, are you going to shoot when you get to Nebraska? He says, it depends on how practice goes at noon Saturday before we leave. If practice was good, then we won't shoot. If it was bad, then we may go over and have another workout. I don't know whether they did or they did not, but he's obviously, you know, frustrated by the way this has played out in December because I think it's hard for him to believe after what he saw in the summertime. Uh, you know, with his team practicing, especially with those four new freshmen, that they have struggled mightily the way they have. I'm not as surprised. I didn't think they'd be four and five, but I didn't think they were going to be the fourth best team in the nation, which they were ranked in the Associated Press preseason poll either. Not not that they weren't going to be good. I just wanted to see them first. Coming off a 13-loss season and losing Joey Hauser, with four freshmen, none of whom had played college basketball yet, and one who's being redshirted now. And frankly, the other two really don't play prominent roles right now. Now, it's a long season, could change. They're going to get a little break in the schedule after Baylor because then they get Oakland, Indiana State, and Stony Brook to the end of the year. You figure they'd win those three. Even if they lose to Baylor and win those last three, Bill, they go to New Year's Day 7 at 6 with some momentum to get back into the Big Ten. But we'll we'll see how it all plays out, right? Yeah, they don't look like a Big Ten contender nowhere near. Uh, they're a middle-of-the-pack team, I think, when it's all said and done. And expectations were set high with the stud recruiting class and – Outside of Tyson Walker, they don't have a go-to guy for a bucket when they need it. They don't. I agree, and I think Tom would agree with you, and I think that's what he's trying. You know, and it used to be in a lot of ways it was Hauser last season, too. He would make more often than not perimeter shots that they just have not been able 
to knock down. But, you know, in my opinion, when he's had his best teams, he's always, to your point, had a go-to guy, whether it was Cassius Winston or Denzel Valentine or Mateen Cleaves or Draymond Green or, you know, name them all off or all he's had, all the good, very good players through the years. I think you're correct. This team doesn't seem to have that guy. And as Tyson Walker, who's already had physical issues, had lost some weight, is he going to, as we get into the cold months of the winter and all these games and all this travel, if that wears him down, because, you know, Bill, he's targeted. I always say a lot of these guys who you think are going to get better the next year, sometimes that happens. But last year he wasn't targeted. Now this year, because he's scoring well, he will be targeted because, to your point, you know, he's pretty much Michigan State's scoring threat on a reasonably consistent basis. So when he gets into the more physical play of the Big Ten or when Baylor gets him, you know, he's going to be facing good athletes. It's a dilemma I think Tom is frustrated trying to figure out. You know, I asked him about playing Nebraska, and that was coming off the Minnesota game Wednesday night. I thought, and, and Nebraska led up Minnesota by 15 points at halftime and got beat by 11. They, they just absolutely melted down in the second half. And I think, you know, the Michigan State players and coaches, you know, they'd beaten them 11 straight times. But then down the stretch, they didn't score another field goal for the last 3-11. So to your point, yeah, when they need a go-to guy who if nothing else can get them to the free throw line, they just sit You know, in the big games, they haven't had it. And yet I look at Arizona's number one in the nation, and State led them with a couple of minutes to go in California last month and then let it get away and lost by six. So is it totally hopeless or not? Make up your own mind. They're allowed, they got 22 games left. They played nine. They got 22 to go. His name is Tim Stoutstout on Sports Weekday mornings, 10 a.m. Huge show, tape delayed weeknights at 6 p.m. on the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. Timmy, uh, appreciate the update. We'll talk uh, later uh, as we get closer to the college football playoff. I'll get your thoughts on Jonathan Smith and the job he's doing early. All right, good, Bill. It's good to talk to you anytime. All right, there's Tim Stout checking in on the roast Umber Coffee guest line.